Hello and welcome back to the Link Adelaide podcast. Steve Moylan with you uh, with a very special podcast today, uh, starting off with a brand new theme which I created tonight and uh, I'm not sure about yet, but we'll see how it goes. Um, keep continuing to make some of those until I get something that I like, but for now it's uh, something new, something different and something that doesn't sound like Justin Hamilton's uh, introduction of Can You Take This Photo, Please. Uh, today on the podcast I would like to uh, replay an interview I did about this time last year, so it's uh, pretty close up on the uh, backlog of uh, podcasts if you look at our list of podcasts, but it was a year ago, uh, that I did with uh, Kat Kopok. Um, as she was going into an exhibition she did uh, with Brodie Paparella called Male Real Ideal. Um, since we recorded the podcast, uh, the exhibition went off really, really well in Adelaide at the first uh, location. Um, but uh, there's been a re-release of the exhibition. It's been remounted um, up at, Gum- at Gem Tree Wines at uh, 167 Elliott Road in McLaren Flat. Uh, it's been on since September 7 and we'll go through until September 29. Um, but it's, uh, it's all part of uh, Onkaprinka City Council's uh, Shimmer or Portnolunga's Shimmer Photographic Festival and there is an event going on there tomorrow, that's Saturday the 20th of September uh, called Picture This. Uh, it's a, a live crowdfunding event uh, where the audience chooses from a set of photographic talent as to who will get the prize to fund the next leg of their journey. Now, I know uh, Kat and Brody both want to take Maya Real Ideal, as you'll hear from this interview, to many, many places both around the country and really extend uh, this uh, program of uh, photographic works, which is going to take over a number of exhibitions. Uh, and so being part of Picture This and part of the Shimmer exhibition not only lets you have another chance to see the work, uh, but also gives them a chance, if they win, to uh, help move it all forward. Now, since last we spoke, Kat has been very busy and very lucky. Uh, she took over at the start of this year uh, Sound Pond, who have an amazing uh, online radio station and set up down on Rundle Street at a, a venue up there. They've got some offices and a whole lot of other stuff there as well. But she's taken over and um, set up a really nice art exhibition space up there at Sound Pond. She is their visual arts curator um, and uh, started off, and I think she's on her second exhibition up there now. Um, and you can get details at soundpond.net as well as checking out all the excellent work that uh, Sound Pond do. The other thing Kat's involved with at the moment that has changed and uh, has occurred uh, actually very recently, but uh, all since our last interview with her that you're about to hear, is uh, she's got involved with uh, Urban Myth. Now, Urban Myth have uh, put out some sad news over the last month or so um, that they are closing their doors. Uh, they've had some financial issues um, with running their space at, uh, Goodwood, the Inst- at the Goodwood Institute and also losing out on a whole lot of funding opportunities um, in the past few years with uh, with less, I guess, available to the arts than used to be. Um, but Kat's got involved to save the Urban Myth Kids' uh, latest show, um, Warren. Um, and about for the last two years, 50, 50 performers have been working on this, this play. Um, and Kat's got on board and assisting assisting the, the kids themselves and Rebecca Panel, the uh, former Urban Myth general manager, to raise some money through some crowdfunding um, so that uh, Warren can be presented. Um, they're looking to raise $7,250 through the Save Warren campaign um, to just get the show up and running and get the show happening. So 
if anyone can help out, it's a Sean Riley uh, written work, and he's also heavily involved in working and making sure it happens. Um, there are currently seven days to go, and as it stands, they are $6,686 um, into the target, so they don't have very far to go, but if you can, offer your support um, to help get them over the line and um, help give these kids a really good send-off to their experience at uh, Urban Myth uh, Theatre of Youth, um, Urban Myth Theatre Company, sorry, before... It is uh, totally shut down probably before the end of this year. There are There is hope for some other things to rise out of the ashes of Urban Myth, um, but we're waiting to hear back and hear what's actually going to come out of there. So if you can help out, um, just search for the Save Warren campaign on Possible. Uh, it's Warren, W-A-R-R-E-N. Sorry for my voice today. It's uh, not very well, uh, as you would have heard from the previous podcast. But... Uh, Back to male real ideal. Um, the picture of this event is happening tomorrow. That's Saturday, the 20th of September. Uh, if you want to get more details on that, you can go to atkins.com.au. And for more information on the Shimmer Photographic Exhibition, which has a whole lot of works, and sorry we haven't let you know about this earlier, um, all around the hills and um, Port Nalunga and that whole region of Adelaide, uh, you can head to onkaparingacity.com forward slash shimmer. So to Male Real Ideal, the exhibition and our interview with Kat uh, from back in 2013. Um, Earlier that year, she and Brody Paparella got together and uh, had a bit of a chat and a bit of a brainstorm and discovered they were both really interested in body image and um, decided to make a work based on male body image. Um, which would be part of a series of other works which uh, we go to we go through in the interview. Uh, but Male Real Ideal is about men's body image uh, and involved a group of models and different photographers. And for more on that and for more on how it all works and how it all fits together, uh, I'm better off leaving it to Kat. Basically we get seven emerging and established photographers and we pair them up with seven... Uh, well, we call them models, but they're not really models. They're not in the modelling industry. Um, they're just sort of normal guys that have we have either approached or they've approached us um, to deal with concepts that revolve around uh, masculine body image mm-hmm. and not being... Uh, you know, these guys, they aren't that stereotypical type of, of male that you see on all the magazine covers and all the billboards and in the newspapers and in the movies. Um, you know, they're just normal guys and we take them... And we put them into this very sort of stylized environment. We, you know, uh, the photographers come together with them and talk about concepts, and we put them into like a like a photo shoot mm-hmm. with them, and we sort of use that to subvert the, the sort of advertising media of, of that's what you should be. It was like, well, you know, you can just look you can look just as attractive being a normal guy in a photo shoot if you get a decent photographer, you know, but. It's not just advertising, but all this conceptual sort of stuff in there mm. as well. Um, now you're presenting it in, in conjunction with Brody Paparella, who yes. is a PR professional who's gone to Melbourne now, but he's certainly a very Adelaide-based gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sort of apparently originated a lot of the concept behind the work. Do you sort of explain his involvement and how it came to be? Yeah. Um, well, he approached me in April-ish. <laughs> um, and came to me with this he comes up he's like oh can we have a meeting I've got an issue I need to talk about and I'm like okay so I had this meeting and his whole premise was that he had just 
gotten to a point where he was so sick of people judging him based solely on his physical appearance because he's mm-hmm. a very, very skinny guy. He's, yeah. And people would constantly come up to him being, oh, I wish I had your problem. And he's like, what are you talking about? Or people come up to him being, oh, you've got to be a dealer. You know, you're so skinny. Of course you're a dealer. Can you get me some stuff? And he's like, what? Like, is it, you know, because that's not his, his style at all. And so everywhere he went, people constantly judging him that he was so skinny and he was he just had enough of it. Um, so he came to me and was like, I need to deal with these issues. Can we find a way to deal with these issues? And so I said to him, well, let's turn it into an art exhibition. You know, let's, yeah, get some other people involved. And, um, you know, there's many different ways of, of portraying that, but I chose photography mm-hmm. um, to, I thought was the best medium to really display those characteristics. And so that's sort of how it started. And then it sort of snowballed from there. And suddenly it's this huge show with like 14 people involved and we're going to make a book out of it at the end. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's going to be crazy. Cool. And you've got more than one part. So this is kind of the first, this yep. exhibition of the mill is going to be the first part of four. Yep. Uh, five. I five think. parts. Yep. Um, can you sort of take us through? Because I think I remember reading on one of the many posts that um, at least one of the photos or one of the models and photographer partnerships have done kind of a two-faced kind of Yeah, so each each pairing we um, get a, a, a model uh, and pair them with a photographer and then the process is, is that two of them come together and they discuss what makes uh, them feel most comfortable and what makes them feel least comfortable um, about being judged by their physical appearance. So it could be things like, um, you know, they don't have any hair or they're too skinny or... Um, I think one of them was um, just like the protrusions in the bones, and so you've got you've got one image where it's a sort of very negative connotation. Like one of the images by Amy Herman is of it's a black and white image, and he is stark naked, being shot from above. So you can sort of like you know you see the top of his head and his shoulders and everything, and then around him there's like a sea of people, just um, really really blurry, and he's stock still in the middle, and so that's a really negative. Um, sort of image that it's all about like vulnerability and um, you know people judging him or not seeing him or invisibility and then the other image that she's done which is the positive image it's you know what makes him feel good about himself and it's this image where he's laying and I don't know how she did it this is this photographic wizardry um, that she that she does but he's lying down face down so you can't see his face you're going to see his back and he's sort of like on his side a little bit, sprawled out in this bank of clouds. And, you know, it's like he's sleeping or he's dreaming mm. or he's meditating. He's in this he's in this other space where there's no one around and he completely is comfortable with his body because there's no one there pointing fingers and staring mm. at him. You know, so each pairing of photographer and model goes through that kind of process and they talk to each other about, you know, different ideas and different concepts mm. and create two shots out of it. And that kind of format will go for the whole um, five shows. Yeah, cool. And what are you looking at in the future exhibitions? Will it be the same? Obviously, it won't be exactly the same, mm. but what kind of differences are you looking at? Well, the this ones? particular show is very much about people that are uh, very skinny, very mm-hmm. slim, um, not very muscular, um, sort of, because that's Brody's direct experience. And then, so for the next shows, we'll be covering other aspects of why people. Um, don't feel that they fit in to that to that stereotype. So people that are a little bit overweight, people that are disabled, people that are transgender or different sex or 
Um, people, even from like overseas people that come in, like, you know, the typical Australian male is this like blonde, Caucasian, tanned dude on a beach somewhere, mm. you know, and a lot of people from mixed race parents, like they're born here, they are Australian, but they don't look like that guy. You know, so that's another method, another avenue that we could use to explore what being Australian actually is, Mm. you know. What's something you've taken away from being involved? Um, Mostly the stories, actually. Uh, When I put the call out for people to be involved, I asked them to write me a little bit of a paragraph about themselves and why they thought this project was important. And some of the responses that I got, I started tearing up, like, reading these things as so many different kinds of of ways that people have experienced prejudice for different reasons and it's all affected them in very very similar sort of ways like it all you know makes anxiety it all makes depression it all makes people think they have very very little worth as a person and um until and some people have reached this point and some people haven't where they've gotten to the the acceptance of themselves and who cares what anybody else thinks i think i'm beautiful Oh, you know, I accept my body and I'm okay with how I look. Mm. Some people have gotten through that and some people haven't. They're all in varying stages. But definitely, like, the stories that people have told me and even when I started sort of marketing this and putting it up onto Facebook and, you know, the blog posts and I'm a very social person so Mm. I really... And this problem is a very social problem. Mm. So it makes sense for me to sort of extend it out through as many networks as possible to get the message out there. And the responses that I've gotten from people on these various networking sites have just been incredible, mm. you know. And it's just knowing that I'm giving people the opportunity to realise that they're not alone in this horrible space, that there are other people out there as well. And sometimes when you when you feel like shit and you're lost and you're scared and you hate yourself and you don't want to leave the house, you know, just knowing that you're not the only person is just enough to get you through that day, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah, having people come to me and saying, I think this is really important because of all of these reasons I can relate, and it's it's just really touching. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave that interview right there with Kat Kopok. If you want to hear the full half-hour interview that we did in August last year, head to our website, linkadelaide.com.au. Click podcasts and scroll down to the mail real ideal link. It's close to the top because we haven't done very much since then. Um, and if in the interview some of the issues about uh, body image and feelings got to you a bit, um, you can check out beyondblue.com.au or if you're in a crisis situation or you just need someone to talk to, um, give Lifeline a buzz, 13 11 14. Uh, We've all been through things and it's really, really important to talk to people who care and can help you through. It's just a matter of picking up a phone and calling um, and there's always someone there who will look out for you and will help talk you through what's going on. Um, But yeah, thanks to Kat for the interview last year and I hope you do really, really well at the pitch of this event, uh, which is happening tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to or uh, a while ago, September 20, Saturday, September 20, is a picture of this crowdfunding competition um, at Shimmer, which Male Real Ideal is a part of this year. Um, details on that uh, picture of this event are at www.atkins.com.au. And uh, Male Real Ideal is on right now until September 29 as part of Port Nalunga's Shimmer Photographic Festival. It's on at Gem Tree Wines, 167 Elliott Road, McLaren Flat. 
and uh, audiences should obviously be advised it contains images including nudity so do what you need to do to prepare yourself for that. Uh, more details about Shimmer and Male Real Ideal are at onkaparingacity.com forward slash shimmer. And if you are looking to help the performers from Urban Myth, the Save Warren campaign that Kat is a part of has just one week left to raise just over $7,000 to make that production happen, which is really, really important, I think, for the kids just to be able to get this thing that they've worked on for two years up and running. Um, details on that are at possible.com. Just search for Save Warren. And if you'd like to check out the exhibition exhibitions that uh, Kat curates at Sound Pond, um, you can get all the details at soundpond.net. That's their website. You can also have a listen to Sound Pond there. They do great, great local work and so much live and so fantastic. I want to get them on the podcast really, really soon. That's soundpond.net for those guys. And uh, we'll be back soon with a look through the Feast Guide, which came out earlier this week. Uh, something fun to do in October and much, much more. If you'd like to be interviewed about what you do or something that's close to you and you live in Adelaide or you're part of stuff that's going on in Adelaide, please get in touch with us now. Info at linkadelaide.com.au or leave a message on 0406 226177. That's 0406 226177 or info at linkadelaide.com.au if you'd like to be interviewed for one of our podcasts. Check out our website, linkadelaide.com.au or check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or at linkadelaide on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, help support Cat and Mail Real Ideal, Save Warren, all the other stuff. We'll be back soon. See you later.